What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, of course, and welcome to episode 28 of the Cinemania World Show. Uh, today we got so much to talk about. I am joined with my co-host for the World Show, Alex Madden. Alex, how are you, my friend? Cold. Oh, dude, tell me about it. It's been like, it's been like crazy cold this entire weekend. I don't know what's going on. The weather's supposed dude, to get back up tomorrow. Didn't it suck? Like, yeah, it was horrible. Like, but the weather I heard is supposed to get better by tomorrow, which is good. Um, oh, how you good. been? How's everything? Good. I feel a lot better. It was. I don't know when the last time we did this was, but I think it was before I got sick. I don't know. Did we do one after I got sick? Or after? Uh, well, no. Last week I was supposed to do. That's right. The, um, yeah, I was supposed to do it with um, with uh, with uh, I was about to say Tony Collette. That's how mad about her. <laughs> That's how mad about that's how how she was snubbed. I am. Oh, yeah. But I was supposed to do it with um April Dawn from one of the shows that we did before. She was mm-hmm. gonna do it, uh, but she something got something caught up and stuff that's like right. that. So uh, we right. had to cancel next week the world show. But we're back. Hopefully we can stay. We can stay on on another like you know um consistent run with the world show. I feel like the world show has been like you know it happens and it doesn't happen because of like scheduling. Yeah. And stuff like that, but uh, hopefully t- uh, for Tuesdays, uh, for you and I, it should be working good so far. Uh, partially next last week was like partially my fault because of the um, because uh, I had a company, so I you know I didn't want to be rude and do a show and stuff like that. While I had oh yeah, company. I don't I don't blame. But uh, yeah, but like we're back, we're back. We have so much stuff to talk about and get into for today's world show episode twenty eight. Thank you guys for clicking on this show and listening. Uh, today we're just gonna talk about a few things. The uh, we're gonna talk about the trailers that you and I missed last week. We didn't miss it, but we uh, finally can talk about those trailers from last week. Uh, the Oscar nominations from today earlier this morning was riveting and crazy, and you know I'm happy, but then I'm upset with some stuff. Um, then we got the fast track news, television news, and then we'll do your movie pull list from last week and today. And stuff like that. And then the Twitter poll for uh, from Twitter, of course. Uh, we'll do that at the end of the show, and then we'll go from there. All right? So you ready, my friend? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So first things first, of course, the major thing we're gonna, we are gotta we got to talk about is the uh, Oscar nominations. Now, the, uh, the Academy, they had the show this morning, early this morning, for the Oscar nominations. A uh, couple of big, big surprises. A couple of snubs. Uh, so real, before I... Say the nominations for the you know the um the major nom you know the major nominations before I say the nominees. What are what were your some of the uh what were your thoughts on some of the uh you know some of the uh, nominees and stuff for today? Yeah, I don't think it deserves a best picture nomination, but I am happy that Black Panther uh did get a best picture nomination. That is huge for the comic book movie genre, right? Um, uh, do I necessarily agree? No, but I mean, I can see why it got right. that because it was one of the most critically acclaimed films of the year. Yeah. Um, one thing that kind of shocked me was no Mission Impossible Fallout for like any of the technical categories. I don't think Paramount was pushing for it though all that much. No, they wasn't. Uh, that's why I want to talk about that too once we get into some of the nominations. Uh, how like. Some studios just didn't push for certain movies like like they did last year, uh, mm-hmm. specifically A twenty four. But mm-hmm. anyways, like you're right. I I actually 
although I am very happy for uh, everyone involved with Black Panther and the movie and stuff like that getting nominated, it's the first comic book movie. Um, quite frankly, the first comic book movie to get nominated was supposed should have been Dark Knight and then Logan, and, and then Logan from yes. last year. Uh, yes. but Black Panther is the first one, which I have no problem with. I'm happy for this is good for comic book movies, good for Ryan Coogler, good for everyone involved, and just good for um, African American stuff like that. This is really good, and but I but I feel like there was at least like five other movies who could have got that slot, as well yeah. as for as well as for Vice too. Um, yeah, that one caught me like, off guard. Yeah, like I, I I thoroughly agree with all the other nominations, like Roma. Although like it wasn't like my kind of film, I understand why critics would love it and get like gasp over it. Uh, Green mm-hmm. Book, I love Black Klansman, I love Bohemian Rhapsody, I loved. Don't at yep. me. Um, and then A Star is Born, I love the favorite. I really really liked. Uh, but just Black Panther and Vice kind of stood out to me. But Vice and I definitely would have submitted. You know would have uh, snuck in other movies besides those two. Or maybe, <laughs> like, maybe, um... Hereditary. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were really coughing for a minute. But, like, no. but like literally, like, Hereditary or Eighth Grade or If Bill Street Could Talk or anything like that, you know? But, um, yeah, so real quick, let me go down the list and stuff. Um, For Best Picture, we had uh, Black Panther, uh, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Favorite, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. So not ten nominations this year. It's now eight. Uh, I kind of wish they did ten, ten nominations, you know, because like you know, they, yeah, they they could, get... I was gonna, I was gonna say they could still do ten, right? No, no, to... this is this is it. Yeah, they just chose they they chose to do eight this year. I don't know okay. why. But they can, last they can year... have up, they can have up to ten if they want, though, right? Yeah, yeah, because last yeah. year it was ten, and they were yeah. this it, like twenty eighteen was a big year for movies. So we were all a lot of movies could have been nominated, which is like crazy as to why they only went with we only went with like ten choices and yeah. stuff. You know? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if like eight was like a new rule because of like the academy's new stupid rules. You know? Yeah, I probably I think it was I think it was probably one of them and stuff. But um, yeah. So who do you see taking this um this category? Like the, the win? Uh, for me, it's a toss up between five of them. Uh huh. I think it's either going to be the favorite, um, Roma, Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, or A Star Is Born. Right. I I I'm gonna go. I think either Green Book, A Star Is or A Star Is Born. I don't think the Academy will give it to Bohemian. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think, think either. Should. Yeah. I think either Green Book or A Star Is Born. Um. People were like infuriated, but that these two got nominated. Um, and I think that's and and I thought it was great because Sick. I love, yeah. <laughs> I love both those movies. I don't care. Uh, best director we had Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice, uh, Powell Powell. I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce that. Um, Palakowski for Cold yeah. War. Uh, this is kind of surprising because I didn't see that I didn't see that uh, director for Cold War getting in. I thought I thought it would definitely be Bradley Cooper. Me too. Uh, surprised he didn't put him in. Yeah, uh, me too. I um I for this one I guess the big yeah surprise is that just Bradley Cooper Bradley was not Cooper, part of this. I I want to go back to Best Picture for a minute. If they could have had sure. ten, why didn't they? If they could have had ten, why didn't they just add an extra one for Hereditary in there? And then why didn't they add? Ari Aster for best director. Yeah, I don't know. 
I um I don't know. I agree because like it was I it's only um it's only I definitely thought Bradley Cooper was like a sure fire to get into this into this category. But yeah. you know, sometimes like with the Academy, they a lot of the times they honest a lot of there's a lot of times when they if you're first of they kind of like let you get more seasoned and then they put you in. Unless the movie was like insanely good. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, and Bradley Cooper was a first-time director. Bo Burnham was a first-time director for eighth grade. Ari Aster yeah. was the first-time director. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. they like to give it to seasonal, you know, to seasoned, to seasoned, you know, veterans who've been doing this for years and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I noticed that throughout the years, you know. Um, but so yeah, any surprises in that category for you? Uh, just Bradley Cooper. Uh, really thought he was gonna get it, but yeah, yeah, you make a valid point though. Right. Yeah, it's very surprising. Uh, then we had Best Actress. We had Yelita Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite, Lady Gaga for Stars Born, Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Now, this is the one where I was, like, biting my nails the most because yeah, I, me too. I just wanted at least... I wanted Something. one, yeah. I wanted one person to get to just at least get nominated for this, and like I know it was a long shot, but it was like Tony Collette was it so? I and I can't even be mad at the Academy because A twenty four did not push this movie at all, and like all the buzz around this movie that what everyone was saying, whether they liked it or not, was kind of like you know Bohemian Rhapsody, like whether you liked the movie or not, everyone thought the same thing that Rami Malek should be nominated, you know, yeah. for the most part. And when Hereditary came out, whether you liked it or not, everyone thought the same thing was that, you know, uh, um, Tony Collette should be nominated. So I was just baffled that they didn't push for that movie. They didn't push for eighth grade. You know, yeah, they, they just didn't, yeah. like, and then you go back to last year and they heavily pushed Lady Bird. And, like, I, I love Lady Bird, but I enjoyed Hereditary and eighth grade better than Lady Bird. Me you know, too. and I'm like, they pushed the hell out of that movie. Um, and it's just kind of crazy because, like, I'm just looking at I'm looking at this list and um Yulita Aparicio, great job in Roma. Glenn Close, the wife. I mean, that's honestly that's getting that's becoming overrated a little bit in my eyes. Yeah, Olivia, what the hell is that movie? Yeah, like Olivia Coleman, the favorite, she was great. And Lady Gaga, of course, was a surefire. And then Melissa yeah. McCarthy was also great. Can you ever forgive me? So I'm just like, I I just wanted somehow I wanted um, Tony Collette to sneak in this category somehow, but unfortunately she didn't. And I kind of, least... I kind of knew she wasn't going to get into this category, but it's still sad to see, you know. Yeah, I I really thought she was going to be in this category, and then when I didn't see her, and then if we go, we'll jump ahead. We'll we'll talk about it when I get there for best supporting actor. Um, right. Um, but I mean, at least like Lady Gaga's in there, and that was that was a sure bet. Um, that she was going to be in there. So, I mean, it kind of balances out for me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, so, moving on, we have Best Actor. Um, Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, At Attorney's Gate, um, Willem Dafoe, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and then Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Uh, this is, we all saw this one, too. Um, mm-hmm. This I think this is the same group for uh, the Golden Globes as well. But uh, yeah, we all saw these these five guys getting it. Uh, no surprises here. I hope yeah. Robin Alec wins or Bradley Cooper. I thought they were great. Viggo Mortensen was great too. Honestly, I, I love Rami Malek in Bohemian. I love Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. 
but I kind of just want to see Vigo win because I think that's his best performance he's given in his whole career. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I thought he was great too, you know. Um, yeah. Next, we had Best Supporting Actress. I think they got this okay pretty good too. Uh, Amy, ba- Amy Adams for Vice. Marina de Tavira for Roma. Uh, Regina King for If Bill Street Could Talk, which is like one of the only awards they got this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this time around. Emma Stone, the favorite, and Rachel Weisz, the favorite. Uh, no surprises here again. I'm happy that they, that Roma's getting so much um, recognition. Uh, I think it's great that they are getting recognition and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm happy with all the nominees here. Was it the one, was it supporting actor you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can't, I, I can't really say anything about supporting actress because I haven't seen any of those movies. Um, that's true, huh? Um, okay. So, best supporting actor, we have Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for Stars Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. Uh, this one, I, I'm kind of bothered by this one because I think Sam Rockwell. I actually watched Vice. Uh, recently, and he's only in it for ten minutes. Why is, is he getting? Yeah, like it's well, like a little, it's a little cameo. That's that kind of how I. That's kind of how I felt. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen Moonlight in a while, but that's kind of how. But I felt yeah, when, that's how my, that was too. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But You're Marshall right. Because he got uh, support. That was supporting, right? That he got for that yeah, movie. Yeah, that was supporting. Okay. And then I watched because I watched that movie after you know the Oscars, and I was like, "Oh wow, I gotta see this movie." It's getting it got best picture, it got you know best supporting, and I watched it. And Mahershala Ali is in it for twenty, like I counted, he's in it for twenty minutes, and then that's it. He's in there for the beginning, the first act, and that's it. And I thought I was so baffled. I was like, "That's why he." I was like, "That's why he won the award." Mm -hmm. Out of everything, and I was just like, "Wow!" Not to say that he's a great, he's not a great actor. He is. But like some of these choices, it's like we're start. It's 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 just like this running like joke of just throwing awards at guys because of their names. It happened last year again with um with Denzel Washington with Roman E. Esquire. Like yeah, who, who watched that movie? I and, know like, nobody. You know what I mean, so it's just like um it's very like I definitely instead of Rockwell, I would have put in Chalamet. I would have put in even Michael B. Jordan. Why not? Like, I would have put in, yeah. like, a- Alex Wolf for um, Hereditary. That's like, the one I wanted. That's who I wanted to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, because Alex Wolf, one of the dudes from the Naked Brothers Band, gave one of the best performances all year. And he, the way he acted in Hereditary, that was just, that's some of the best acting I've ever seen. I agree, so, and it was just like, it's it, crazy. Like, like, as much as I love Sam Rockwell, like, if you're in a movie for 10 minutes, you shouldn't get nominated. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, you're right. If you're in the, like, if you're Mahershala Ali, he's supporting the entire movie. Adam Driver supporting the entire movie. Um, I'm not even gonna lie, like, even Sam Elliott, he's only, he's like, he's in A Star is Born, but he's in a few scenes, but whatever. Hey. Um, hey, he's got an awesome Confederate mustache. He gets in just for that. I, I guess so. And then Richard E. Grant, he would did great in Can You Ever Forgive Me. But it's just like we're give, we're giving Sam Rockwell this award for a cameo, you know. And it's just like they yeah. like Shall- if, I know you didn't see Beautiful Boy, but mm-hmm. Chalamet was like damn near perfect in his role. And he, uh, it's just I don't know, dude. And this is like they talked about how Chalamet had to. Like to prepare for the role, like he went to like 
you know, he went to like actual halfway houses. He lost like a couple of, he lost like 20 pounds. Damn. He, uh, yeah, he worked with a psychiatrist, you know, some psychiatrist who worked with like people who were like, you know, addict, addicted to drugs and stuff like that. And Sam Rockwell, all he had to do was like throw on a wig to look like George Bush. And yeah, I'm, exactly. Like, just like, yeah, I wasn't buying that at all. So I totally agree, dude. So, see, the thing that I think got Sam Rockwell nominated this year is the fact that he's fresh off a win for supporting actor last year for three billboards. Yeah, that's that's like what I would have to base it off of as well. So, um, yeah, it's just very crazy. Uh, moving on, we had best original screenplay, the favorite, first reformed Green Book, uh, Roma, and Vice. Um, uh, Dude, this Vice got like everything. Huh? Yeah, it's getting a lot of awards. I definitely, uh, definitely, um, I, I kind of, I, I would have to go for this category. I would have to go with a favorite in Green Book. Me too. Um, and then adapted screenplay, we had A Star Is Born, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, um, Black Klansman, If Bill She Could Talk, Can You Ever Forgive Me? I'd probably give it to either A Star Is Born or Black Klansman. Yeah, those are the two I would go with. Or even Bill Street was really good. Uh, now, um, let's get into some other ones really quick. There was like one that I, there was like one that I wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, best documentary feature. Um, oh yeah. Won't you, won't you ever forgive me? Just missed it. I was like, I was, th- I was kind of surprised because yeah. that was like, that was like a movie that everyone was talking about, you know? You, you, you know what? Wait, uh, what'd you say? Um, won't what, you be my you... neighbor? Oh, I think you said, won't you ever forgive me? Oh, that's probably by accident. Well, like, yeah, yeah once you yeah, be my neighbor. Yeah, that's what confused me. I was, like, I was like, wait a minute, does he mean, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> but that, well, that was like a movie that everyone was talking about. So I just assumed that that would, and it was really good. And I'm surprised that that didn't get any love for that department. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I thought it was going to get a lot of love, too. Right, and then, like, um, uh, best animated feature. This is one I'm excited about. Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Pretty much the same kind of categories that um, same kind of categories that you know the Golden Globes nominated. Uh, I am so happy for Into the Spider Verse getting all Me these awards and stuff like that. Like to think Into the Spider Verse would be nominated for an Oscar is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, I hope it wins because I liked Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, I I liked Isle of Dogs. I did not see Mirai. I won't see my. I won't. Everyone knows my my um opinions on Incredibles too. But I just out of all those movies, I enjoyed Into the Spider Verse a lot. Yeah, and I would want that to win. I don't think it's going to, just because like you know I I don't know they they I, uh. I think they're know, gonna give it. I think they're going to give it to Incredibles 2 or Isle Yeah, it's, it, that's what I think so, too. I think they're just going to end up giving it to Incredibles 2. Uh, I just enjoy Spider-Verse a lot more. But uh, uh, next we have... What do you have? Black Panther, uh, Black Panther did have a lot of nominations, like product design, sound editing, sound mixing. Yeah. Uh, they had a lot of awards. Uh, best visual effects, they did not get an award. They did not get nominated for, which I'm happy Good. about. Because that third act, good. But Lord. Infinity War did. Infinity War did, which it deserved. Thanos alone. I mean, if you don't think there's, par- of course, there's parts in Infinity War, and like, okay, so let's just go through the uh, nominees: Infinity War, um, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo: A Star Wars Story. Um, Infinity War, it did have certain like, like one or couple of parts that were like a little clunky, but. Like, like you know, the the rest of that movie was just incredible. Like the space stuff, mm-hmm. uh, ti- like, you know, Titan looked great. 
Thanos, of course, uh, Thor and his and his electricity and the hammer and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like everything looked great in that movie. Um, First Man as well, and then Ready Player One. I was surprised when this got nominated, but I was really happy for it. You know, I'm I. This is a category where I would be cool with any of these winning. I agree. I agree. Yeah, even Solo. Like I, although like Solo, yeah, I was good, fine with. I, but like for, it looked nice, you know. Yeah, good for Solo. I'm glad it at least got some recognition, you know. Right. Uh, I definitely agree. I um surprised Venom didn't get nominated for visual effects. No. But... Fuck that movie. <laughs> what Doesn't deserve it. Fuck what that happened? movie. What happened, bro? What happened? <laughs> you telling me the you telling me the black paint at the end didn't you didn't like it? No. Fine. Whatever. You're. You're just a hater for no reason. Um, Ready Player One. I'm happy that that got nominated. I'm yeah, just glad, glad. I'm I'm glad the Academy saw the third act and just like no Black Panther. Absolutely not. Um. Anyways, but yeah, that is the uh, nominations for the Oscars. Uh, big a lot of a lot of um a lot of snubs. Like I've said, couple I've couple of things that would have changed. But overall, it's it's fine. You know. Yeah. Going back to Black Panther, it's really interesting, too. Not only that it got a Best Picture nomination, as we stated before, but the fact it got nominated for seven Oscars. That's incredible, isn't it? Like, just Yeah, well, didn't The Dark Knight get nominated for, like, eight of them, too, or something? I think so. Yeah, it was actually... Yeah, Dark Knight got nominated for eight. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I... I'll, you know, I and this makes me excited as far as for the best picture nominees, it makes me excited for AMC Oscar showcase to watch all these movies again. They said they're not doing Roma though. They're not? Really? Why? I don't know. Uh I just saw it on the IMDB homepage, I think. Uh AMC and Regal banned Roma from playing during Oscar Best Picture Showcase screenings. Uh does it have a does it that's actually really interesting. Does it have a reason why? Uh that's why I gotta look. I Got to read the article a little bit. Um, on a statement commenting on the decision, AMC said, For more than a decade, movie lovers have enjoyed the AMC Best Picture Showcase to catch up on the nominated films that played at AMC throughout the prior year. This year, Academy uh, members uh, nominated a film that was never licensed to AMC to play in our theaters. As such, it is not included oh. in the AMC Best you know, Fucking Netflix. That's You know what? That's actually... I thought they were just doing that because of the subtitles, but yeah, you know no. that 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 makes sense because when it came out, I was actually looking for it to look at watch at AMC, but it was only in like certain indie theaters. You know, it was yeah. never in AMC, so that actually makes a lot because, of sense. Because because AMC and Regal are the two main like uh, movie theater chains, and they're against Netflix doing their own original content and releasing it into their theaters. Are they really? Wow! Yep. Look at you! Look at you bringing up your own little little news for the show. Uh, I know. I actually, <laughs> I actually did some research more than I do on a school paper. So <laughs> that's actually that is actually yeah. Because right now Roma is playing in the Coolidge Corner Theater, like Capitol Theater, like all the indie indie theaters in Boston. It's playing in. Yeah, um, that is interesting. Wow. Yeah. I guess because you know, AM. I mean, it makes sense. AMC is like they want people in the seats, you know. Well, yeah, so. and that's and that's we can save this topic for another time. But that's why I hate Netflix. Like they're taking away from the movie theater experience. Um, I I I love Netflix. Netflix has some good stuff on. I mean, we, we can't they go do. out. We can't they say do. that they don't. I mean, if they were just if they were just if they were just like spewing shit, then I you know everyone would hate it. But like you know, they can't just few shit they do certain movies are just horrendous no, but like you know paradox 
Like, yeah, and, and, like, the open house from last year. Oh, my God. Uh, but, like, there are certain movies stuff that I enjoy with Netflix and I um, have a good time with and stuff like that. So I'm not, I'm not going to go as far as say, like, Netflix is ruining movies. Because, I mean, listen, they're not ruining movie theaters because the movie theater alone last year made, like, over over $10 billion. You know, they're fine. So it's like you got movies like Avengers coming out making $250 million a week. I mean, a weekend, you're good. Like, the movie theater is fine. Um, but I, I, I'm just very interested as to, wow, I did not know that. Like, yeah. well, I guess the, um, nominations just leaked today, but like, I was excited to, well, that was one of the reasons why I was excited to see, uh, which movies got nominated. Cause so I can, you know, which movies am I going to be able to watch again? Um, but I'll go on record right now. I was kind of nervous when it came to Roma watching that again, because like, Roma is two hours and fifteen minutes. Oh, that's and long. Roma is and like I'm sorry, but I don't like having to read subtitles yeah. a lot when I'm watching that's a movie, it, and it's literally that's... subtitles. And like, it's a really slow movie until like the last half hour. I'm not kidding; it's really, really slow. Yeah, and that's, I that's go ahead. Probably what... That's probably why I didn't watch it because the movies like that that are slow and then they also have subtitles. I can't get through. Yeah, and it's like other people like you know they enjoy it and they you know it's the experience and they love the story and I I, I liked the movie but it was ve- it's a very slow movie to watch in the theater too if it's you know to after you just seen like three other movies you know and then to end the night or you know midday it's roma and you just like you're tired like oh hell no mm-hmm. um so i'm not too bummed just the reasoning for it is kind of baffling because you know like why are we being petty um yeah. but it's like i'm excited to watch black panther on the big screen again i'm excited to watch black klansman for the first time on the big screen because i was able to catch that on blu-ray uh green oh, book yeah. Green Book again, A Star is Born is great in theaters. The favorite I loved in theaters. I'm excited to watch Bohemian Rhapsody in theaters again. And then uh Vice. I'm definitely doing the showcase. Whenever whenever tickets go on sale, I'm definitely getting mine. But yeah. um that's gonna be exciting. I'm excited. But uh yeah. So next for today's news, we have uh last week was the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Uh we both saw it, but we, we didn't get time to talk about them. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer came out next week. Uh, what'd you think? Hall finally gets his Spider-Man movie. Oh, after... I know. He looks so good. He looks great. Dude, and I'm, I'm glad we got that brief shot of, like, Mysterio, like, flying around, and we, he has the fishbowl head on. Yeah, he looks great. I'm really excited to see, to see well, all of that. There's a lot of speculation as to what the plot's gonna be. What do you think is gonna it's, happen? It's, um... I, I think it's going to be exactly what everyone's speculating, that, you know, he's controlling these be, these creatures or beings or whatever, you know, to, to show people that he's a hero and all that stuff. I, 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 I 100% think that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, that whole, because, like, it's kind of, he, even when he says his one line, he sounds like, oh, I just planned this. You know, he's like, he comes off as like, oh, I planned, it's like my moment and stuff like that. He's like, oh, you don't want any part of this. As if, like, you know what I mean? It just sounds like syndrome from Incredibles, from the Incredibles and stuff like that. So I just, yeah, I can, I definitely, I definitely wholeheartedly agree that that's what it is. You know, that he's just like he's controlling these things, and then finally they're gonna find out, and then they're gonna like, and then him and Spider Man are gonna battle and stuff like that. But uh, what I would say about this movie is that 
what I was missing from Homecoming, uh, I liked Homecoming a lot. I didn't love it. I liked it um, because what I was missing was, listen, I love me some Spider-Man swinging, all right? And I love me some Spider-Man swinging around the city. And I know we mm. got that, like, in five movies before, you know, before we got a Homecoming. But, I mean, that's what Spider-Man, that's, like, one of the best parts of Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Him swinging and him, you know, diving off buildings and you know what I mean? All that stuff. And like, we didn't get that in homecoming. Uh, and and it, it looks like in the trailer, he's doing a lot more swinging around and stuff like that, which just gets me excited. Uh, you know, he is in New York for a brief moment, but then he eventually goes on vacation. I think it's a good little, I think it's a cool little twist to put Spider-Man in another country. That's different. You know, that's unique. That's, that's cool. I love all the suits and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I, I, and I'm loving the relationship with like him and Zendaya. I just really like their, their chemistry and stuff yeah, like that. That's gonna, so I'm, that's, I'm excited to see that too. That's going to be an interesting dynamic, right? Yeah, I mean, he's calling her MJ, so that's like, so that's what it is now. She's not Mary Jane, her name's Michelle, but like her, she's MJ. So that's going to be interesting, but I'm excited, you know, I like, I like, because we need some change here and there, you know? Uh, the Amazing yeah. Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man series changed it up a little bit with Gwen Stacy, you know, we have the trilogy, Sam Raimi's trilogy of, um, of Mary Jane, so this is interesting to have Michelle and Peter Parker and stuff like that, you know? So I'm excited for it, you know? Mhm. Yeah, me, me too. But what are you? What are your thoughts? But besides all of that, um, I'm really interested to see where this happy and on May thing came from. Well, I actually uh, heard that, before the trailer that that was gonna be like a thing, like him and Aunt May. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's uh. That, yeah, that's interesting. I love Spider-Man's reaction to that. Um, the action scenes. Uh, I think the action scenes look a little bit better in this one. To me, they were a little bit lacking in Homecoming. Like they didn't have, they didn't have like the jolt of energy that the action scenes in like the Rami films and as much as I hate to say it, uh, the Dude, Amazing Spider-Man listen, films had. Listen, what I'm a big I I totally agree with you because like I was missing those big epic showdowns because it's Spider-Man yeah, and that's like, what it's known like, for, you know. They were, I think they were good action scenes, but there was nothing, like, epic about them. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, even, like, so, I, I actually, I, I, I wholeheartedly, I'm glad it's, like, something we, you and I agree upon. Because, listen, like, listen, listen, like, I'm all about understanding when a movie's bad and it's not good. But one thing you cannot take away from the ama amazing Spider-Man one, I can honestly, there's nothing in there that I really like sparked my interest, you know, as far as like, even the action scenes, they were like, okay to me in that movie. But amazing Spider-Man two, I, I just like the way they, the visual effects in that movie and like the fight with him and Electro and like he's swinging around. It's just so epic and crazy and good. Yeah. Cause like, that was like one of, that's like a scene that I go back and look at at least once a year. Cause it looks so cool. Just like the, uh, the warehouse scene is one of, is a scene I go back and look at from, from BBS, you know, just, just to see classic Batman and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. but like a lot of uh, one of the things that, that, that the Amazing Spider-Man 2 got right was the swinging around and the um the dynamics and uh and you know the like all, all that stuff were like and then one of the big reasons why the uh the Spider-Man PS4 game works so much as far as the swinging the swinging mechanics is because a lot of that was taken from Amazing Spider-Man 2 
like if you do do yeah. like a just like a back to back video of the Amazing Spider Man two swing mechanics and the and the video game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they took a lot from that movie, which I don't blame them because it looked great. Uh, and that's a lot what I was missing from Homecoming. Homecoming was a good story and a good film overall, but I, I was missing a lot of these Spider Man elements from it and the and the whole thing with the suit too and how this suit was so high tech for his own you know what i mean it was like you know those are the type of things i was missing from a spider-man movie homecoming is a good film but as far as like a spider-man movie i was missing a lot from that so that's what i hope this one is you know yeah me too yeah i want i think with mysterio now that spider-man's a little seasoned and he's had those action scenes um in infinity war who 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 knows if this takes place after infinity war or before infinity war um I think that will really help Spider-Man, and I hope that I and I hope that that gives him a little bit more like epic things to do in these action scenes. I mean, the fact that it's Mysterio and Spider-Man is probably going to be fighting a bunch of villains already sounds like it's going to be more epic. Yeah, I totally agree, and the trailer looks really good. Like, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see how it is and stuff like that. Uh, next, we had. The uh, John Wick, John Wick Chapter 3, the title's way too long. I mean, I love me some John Wick, but god damn it. John Wick Chapter 3, Parablium, Parabola, whatever. Um, did you watch the trailer? What'd you think? I think it, I think it looks really good. Very well shot, too. Yeah, I, we kind of discussed this a little bit in our group chat, so you might know one thing I'm going to talk about, and that is Halle Berry. Oh, okay, better, go ahead. She better not ruin this movie, because... It looks like she's teaming up with John Wick, and from what I've seen in the first two John Wick movies, John Wick does not need a partner to team up with. He's the ultimate badass that doesn't take names. He'll shoot you in the leg just to shoot the guy next to him in the head, and then he'll shoot you in the head. Like I don't want, I don't know if I want him working with somebody, and I just think they could have cast somebody better than Halle Berry. Like I understand, like. People are going to say, well, it's Halle Berry. She's an Oscar-winning actress. To me, she's an awful actress. She's like, if there's two actresses in the world, or two one, one actor and one actress in the world, I don't understand how they won an Oscar. It's her and Nicolas Cage. I feel as if she ruins every movie she's in. Like, uh, like she wasn't, you brought this up, she, she wasn't that bad in Kingsman 2. I could tolerate her in Kingsman too, but like other stuff. I actually thought I actually didn't like. I actually was being sarcastic. I oh, actually really? didn't like her in Kingsman two at all. Oh, but her really? what was her character's name again? I just thought it was so uh, Ginger, annoying. I think. Yeah, I, I thought know. it was so annoying. I was just yeah. being sarcastic. <laughs> to me, yeah, I did I, I don't. I don't even think I caught that joke. But um, but to me, it just seems like she like. I I feel like. If she's in this movie and her character teams up with John Wick, I feel like it's because Halle Berry, she's known as kind of being greedy. So I I feel like it's because she was greedy and she was like, well, I have to have something to do to make me look like a female badass, you know, kind of like kind of like how she was like, oh, I don't want to be an X-Men three if I don't have more screen time or like, oh, Wolverine got his own movie. I want a storm movie. I'm like, shut up, lady. Like, nobody likes you, and nobody likes Storm. No, you don't like her. You don't like Storm. Listen, I I actually liked her in the X-Men series. Uh, if I got to think about movies that I didn't like her in, probably, like, Kidnap and, like, Kingsman. Uh, but I don't think... Die like, Another Day. 
I barely remember that movie. I haven't watched that in years. But, like, I... Like, I don't think she's this, like, you know, plague of an actress at all. Like, if she, I think she's fine. I just think she chooses horrible roles, kind of like Tarashi P. Henson. Like, I just yeah. think she just chooses horrible roles, you know? I mean... That's my only thing about, about like, about Halle Berry, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, like, I just, like, you know, this is... It's why, like... Like who's another who's another actor slash actress that I just think chooses a like terrible roles ah uh, I I can't like it just Elba I'm a huge fan of it just Elba but he chooses a lot of shit roles and I don't know why because he's so good he's gonna mm-hmm. be in the um he's gonna and he's gonna be in the new uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie but you know he he chooses a lot of crap roles and he's so good. I don't know mm. why he does. You know what I mean? But I think that's yeah. the, I think that's what Halle Berry um falls victim to. She just chooses a lot of horrible roles. Like she, oh yeah, that movie. Um, ah, uh, what was it? What was the movie she did with Abigail Breslin that was just atrocious? Um, the call. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the call. Oh my god! Like I totally agree. Like she just like, but I don't think she's this like horrible actress. I think she just chooses. Horrible roles, and so but I, and I also worse than she actually is. I well, no, not really. I mean, I and and I don't think also I don't think that like um I I I don't think she comes off as selfish as far as in her in in her movie roles because if you think if she was selfish she wouldn't have chosen like chose the roles that she's chosen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't get that vibe, but I do understand that there is uh some stuff where she's it's just iffy, and I get that a lot. You know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There, but I, I couldn't. But I couldn't go so far as say, ah, oh, she's played to you know, she's you know, I just couldn't just, go far to say that she's a bad actress because I don't think she. Is. I think she's good. It's just, it's just all the behind the scenes stuff I heard with X Men, the fact that she was jealous that Wolverine was getting his own movie, the fact that she wouldn't be in X Men three if she wasn't like the leader of the X Men, the fact that she was upset that her Bond girl didn't get her own spinoff movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and her performance in that, in Die Another Day, was awful. And I, right. I, I don't like her performance as Storm, really, either. Because uh, there's, like, a couple scenes where she has the accent, and then she doesn't. She gets rid of it. It's weird. Right. I mean, like, uh, it's just... It's, it's, well, you can say the same thing about Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that's true. Like, you mean, because, like, Elizabeth Olsen, I think her best role as Scarlet Witch was Infinity War because she didn't have to worry about the accent. Like, in uh, Age of Ultron, I thought she was horrible. Like, like yeah. you you think that you know Mr. Stark, and then it was bad. But, like, they just, they probably was just, like, and I know they had this, like, they had this, like, dumb excuse as to why she lost the accent. Like, oh, she's been training, so she's been learning how to keep it covert. But she has, she's a fucking witch. Like, what? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> um... I didn't like her accent in I I do think that in the, in in the um in the X-Men movies if if Halle Berry's accent was just not working they should have just got rid of it honestly mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. if I mean um Elizabeth Olsen's accent was just not working so by the end of Civil War it was gone you know what I mean and then Infinity War it was completely gone you know so I think that's like yeah but I I I do I do kind of see where you're coming from but it's just like me, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is horrible, you know, you know what I mean. But like, I yeah. do understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, what do we got next? I think we have box, box office. Box office. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into it. Uh, this weekend the box office. Real quick, I'll say the uh, top five, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Glass came in at number one with forty million dollars in its open weekend. 
the upside kept a lot of its uh, momentum from last week. Came in with fifteen million dollars over the weekend. Aquaman still in the top three. Came came with ten million dollars. Um, My man on the on its fifth weekend. Uh, Dragon Ball like number four. Dragon Ball Super Broly like what <laughs> came in at number four in the top five at number four in its opening weekend with nine million dollars. That that's a huge achievement. It's only in a thousand theaters. That's wow. a huge achievement yeah, for that movie. It's not playing anywhere around here. Yeah, that's a huge achievement for that movie. Uh, and then number five, uh, rounding up the number five was Spider Man Into the Spider Verse with seven million. Now you know what you know what's really interesting to me. Um, Spider Verse came. Spider Into the Spider Verse came out before Mary Poppins Returns and Bumblebee, and it's make it's currently it's it's out beating them right now in the box office this weekend. It made more than both of those movies. Uh, now I Bumblebee. think, yeah, Bumblebee, but Bumblebee is getting a sequel. We'll talk about that more later. Um, yeah. but I think this is the I think this is the uh the the cost of uh Into the Spider Verse having so much award momentum. So like it's getting all these awards like Golden Globes and they got Critics Choice and stuff like that. So I think this is just like people like wow this is getting awards and this got it just got nominated. Let's go watch it. You know what I mean? So I think that's why it's still in, it's it, it's in its sixth week. You know, and uh, Mary Poppins and Bumblebee it's in it's in its uh, fourth week. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's really good for Into the Spider Verse. That's just more, that's just something I wanted to yeah. say about that movie. Um, but what are your thoughts on the uh, top five? And I know. You just saw Glass today for the first time. I know you want to talk about that. So, what are your thoughts on everything? Uh, okay, I'll start with Glass. First twenty minutes of Glass, I thought were amazing. Uh, I thought Shyamalan set up the tension, the suspense really well, and uh, the confrontation in the warehouse. I'm not. That's the furthest I'll go is to get it. That's the closest I'll get into getting into spoilers. Um, I thought that was all done fairly well. The rest of the movie, however, the second act, super fucking boring. The final act, uh, I loved the confrontation. I hated the twist ending. I don't understand why Shyamalan has to keep putting in all these twist endings in his movie. I And uh, like... Some of them work, and it's just like, dude, you gotta know when to just stop, man. Dude, I would love to see him just make a straightforward movie for once. Like, but like, th- listen, like, listen real quick. Um, because I did, I did the review with with James, and he loved everything about this movie for the most part. Like, he loved the ending. He loved all, you know what I mean. He, he, he was, he was advocating for it hard. And some of the stuff I agreed with him with, you know, he was like, I, he was like, I love that Shyamalan is the type of director that just takes takes his own risk and believes in his vision. Fine, that's fine. That's but fine. it's like the ending of Glass was just not earned yeah, at all. Exactly, it just it, happens. This is. I, it just I, happens, and I was like I, so mad. Like what? Like, yeah. like yeah. Uh, I I don't want to go into spoilers, but like we didn't do a spoiler review. Uh, yeah. fuck. All right, I, fuck it, fuck it. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me just do a um. All right, guys, we're gonna do spoilers really quick because we have to. T- it's been it's Tuesday. We've been out for almost a week. Go watch it. But if you don't want to hear spoilers, if you haven't seen Glass, uh, skip skip about. I'll put a timer on on how long we can talk about it. Um, hold on, give me a second, bro. I will put a timer on for 
three minutes. Okay. 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 Three minutes. So, guys, if you wanna, if you don't wanna listen to spoilers, if you haven't seen it, that's fine. P- people see movies late all the time, but I am going to start a three minute timer. Okay. And I'm gonna talk about spoilers because I just have to get this off. I have. To, I don't think we're gonna do a spoiler review, so I have to get this off my chest. Okay. I just have to rant. Okay. A little bit. So, guys, we're gonna do three minutes. All right. Starting. Right. Spoiler alert starting right now. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Click out if you don't want to listen to this. Click out three minutes ahead. Don't watch spoilers. your point. Right. Spoilers right now. All right. This ending, dude. Like, I liked where it was going as far as the twist that did that uh that what's his name? That what's his face? That the you know, um Kevin's father, you know, the beast and all that, was, you know, was um, also it, on the train. That was interesting. I was like, okay, cool, wow, this is all connected. But yeah. it's just like then I I, I I saw and then I'm watching this movie just get like shamalanified or whatever, and then, like, they they, they zoom in on this guy's fucking four-leaf four clover logo on his, like, tattoo on his arm, and I'm like, what is this about? And then I see David Dunn getting drowned with this guy with the four-leaf clover, four clover tattoo, and then I see Sarah Paulson with this tattoo. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And then, like, she's like, David, did I make you believe? Did I convince you? I was like, you know what? Damn it. Like, I was just like, this could have been like the epic showdown. And then they just all die. This was mm-hmm. just, they all just die. First of all, David Dunn went out like a complete bitch. Drowned in a mud, in a mud, like yes. in a mud hole. Not, what not, a to, mention, like, not to mention, I, he's barely in the movie. Yeah. And then like, he just died. Like, they all, like, they all just died. And I was just like, what? I had, I, I mean, it makes sense that Elijah Price dies, and I think it makes sense in a way. I, I know there will be people that are fifty-fifty with this, with uh, with Kevin dying. I think that those are the two that had to die. But David Dunn dying didn't really make any sense to me. Right. I mean, I mean, even Kevin dying, I was like, no, no, because I wanted them to see, I wanted them to explore more about, you know, his character and Anya Taylor-Joy's character. Yeah. I wanted them to explore that more. And they just all, and they just all get killed. And I guess he tries to retcon them dying with, like, the the three, like, you know, his David Dunn's son and then Anya Taylor-Joy and then the mother all getting together. But, like, it just does not feel like... James kept telling me how the movie, how the ending is so earned. I'm like, dude, no, it wasn't because no. this was just so it's, left field. It, now, like, if this like if this society or something like that was like looming in the background since it's, it's unbreakable, I would have been like, yeah, that works. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, but like it's just random. It see, I have more of a problem with that society than I do with them three actually dying and not it, it not feeling earned because that society just comes out of nowhere. Right. Like, okay. Um, give me a second, because we're down to three, two, one, and zero. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's the timer. Okay, we're gonna do two more minutes, guys. Sorry, there's a lot to pack in. That's right. <laughs> two more minutes. There's a lot to there's a lot to discuss with this movie. Um, two more two more minutes and go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like this whole ending where there's like this whole secret society. It's like it doesn't make any sense. It's so out of left field. It's so random. And you brought up a good point. Some other reviewers have brought up a good point. It's like, where were they in Unbreakable? 
where were they in split? To me, when I said in that group uh, message, uh, or I think it was just to you actually, yeah. where you saw Glass and I said, I said, I'm going to see it and I'm going to go in with an open mind, but I just hope Shyamalan doesn't get too full of himself like he has with his past like five movies. Right. He got too he got too full of himself with this ending. When you really think about it, he had all these ideas that he wanted to put in the movie. But all these ideas should have just been ideas. They should never have left his mind and been written on paper. Or if they were written huh. on paper, they should have been left on the cutting room floor. I agree. And it's just like some of the decision making and I'm just like I was like James, like how can you just say this was earned and that this was great? And I'm just like, I get it. You're taking a risk, but I can't just, this is like, I forget what, oh yeah, sorry to bother you. Does the same thing in the end. I can't commend risk for the sake of risk. Like the ending of Glass made zero sense. And I'm just like, and then like this, oh, it was just like, damn it. And I was like, I was disappointed because I was just like, I was, I, I honestly liked when they were in the hospital. I actually liked it. I liked, you know, because James McAvoy, he's holding up this movie. He's he held it together. The entire time. And he was great. But I actually liked when they were in the hospital. I didn't think it was slow at all. It's just, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why I enjoyed it. I, I said when I came out of it and I said in the group chat, I said, I enjoyed 85% of this movie. If they would have just stuck the landing with a really, really good ending, because the ending was shit. Let's just stop with this all. Yeah. It was great. No, it wasn't. If they just stuck the landing, damn it. Stop. <laughs> all right, yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't keep doing it. But I'll, but I'll keep, we can keep talking about it, but no spoilers. But okay. if they would have just stuck the landing in this movie at the end and just capped this trilogy off, and then, you know, I would have been so happy. And, and listen, I understand not taking the safe route as far as endings go. Avengers worked. Thanos got his, Thanos, you know, got his, Um, you know, he, 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 he beat the Avengers. That's yep. a sad ending. But you know what? That was earned. Thanos beating the Avengers was earned the, from the entire time. It was earned from the first Avengers, you know, because he's been plotting this for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's yeah. been studying these people that he's been using their, you know, he's been like Mr. Like Tony Stark. He knew how to beat Tony Stark. Cause he's like, you know, I, I know about you. You know what I mean? Like this was all earned. The ending mm-hmm. to glass was just like, here you go. It's fuck. You know what Except I mean? Except it. Like, oh man, this, no dude. This, yeah. See, but again, this is me saying Shyamalan gets full of himself. And th- honestly, like, I don't want to talk ill about filmmakers because we love film. Like, this is our passion. We're studying film. Right. We're reviewing film. We're talking about it. But, like, the problem I have with Shyamalan, especially from, like, uh, well, what was the one after Signs? Was that Lady in the Water? Yes. Yeah. From then on uh, until Split, um, he just, like, everything, he, I feel like he always, whenever he throws in these plot twists... He always has to try and explain it to us in, in the movie in the most convoluted yeah, way. Yeah. And then when people don't like it and they give the movie bad reviews, like he can't accept the fact that people don't like his movies. And he, he's just like, well, the audiences don't get it. Like watch his interviews of The Last Airbender. That's basically what he says. He's like, he's like, he's like, well, like, you know, they just, they, they don't get it. And then this whole thing where he's like, he's like, no, 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 I don't do plot twists. I do 
story diversions to create emotional and spiritual resonance. I'm like, bullshit. They're plot twists, man. Like, if you don't know that those are plot twists, like, you shouldn't be making films. Yeah. Um, I don't think, like, I think he's well justified because he's, he's done good, like, really good movies. He has. You know? I think, um, I think, I think his first three are all really good. Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, and Signs. I think that those are all really good movies. I'm well, not. Well, I because you like making it because you like you say like oh he's been on the slump but I listen I heavily enjoyed the visit and I really enjoyed Split so it's like he uh, yeah, was making see, sort of a comeback and then if he would have stuck the landing with Glass that would have been three of his that, last movies that I've loved that I've really liked you know what yeah, I mean see I didn't I didn't love Split but I didn't hate Split I'm kind of more of just like liking it. Like I right. don't see all the hype behind Split, but I I don't think it's nowhere near as bad as like The Happening or Lady in the Water and that other one we're not going to talk about. Yeah, um, um, The Happening. Yeah, all it's, those it's are... way better than those. Didn't he do? He did. He did Devil. That movie. That movie too. Was did it he? Devil? Yeah, the movie about the elevator. Did he? I think did that was he him. only write that or he only direct that? Though? Let me take a look. I, th- I could have sworn I saw his name all over the marketing when that movie came out. Um, after Earth? Um, After. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, when everyone's talking about his shock record, everyone has seemed to forgot about After Earth. That was horrible. Yeah. That was just. But see, like. That was probably one of his, like, like top three worst. But, like, see, when I was talking about his bad films, uh, I didn't mention Split because that because that's the one where it's like even though I don't love it, that's where like I still like it, and there's not really like a plot twist all that much in Split. Well, um, the big like twisting was like oh it's in, it's involved with um with the Unbreakable series. Yeah, but it wasn't like some like crazy like mind bending. So he didn't direct uh, Devil, but he wrote it, like the story that was his. Okay. Okay. It was, it was trash, uh, yeah. but um yeah, go ahead. Like, I think those are his four best movies. Uh, uh, right. Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, uh, uh, Signs, and Split. Um, my pro- my One of my big issues with Glass, I mentioned this in my review, is it seems like he wanted to just make a sequel to Glass. It feel- I feel like he didn't want to make a sequel to Unbreakable. Um, do you mean a sequel to Split? Yeah, yeah, sequel. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree because because okay, one another thing. See, here's another thing where like, I love uh, I love when I can debate with my friends. But here's another thing where I was baffled about. Like James and I were talking about. I was talking about how the fucking movie is called Glass. Mm-hmm. And Samuel L. Jackson, first of all, he's brought in uh, halfway. Not it's not really a sport. I mean, he's brought okay, I'll just say this. He's not really in the movie that much, okay? No. And he only has a couple of lines. But then I was fought about like, oh, but it is his movie, because in the end, it's just like that's like saying That's okay, the clever this. part of wait, the wait, movie wait. though, how yeah. he stages all that. Agree, agree. But that's like okay, I'll do an example. What's uh hmm okay. Later on, we're getting the movie called The Joker, right? Joker's mm-hmm. smart, and he knows how to trick people. All right, mm-hmm. boom. Movie's called Joker. Now, mm-hmm. what if the movie's called Joker, and the first hour and, like, 20 minutes is about Batman and Two-Face, okay? <laughs> the, oh, no, I'm not kidding. The first hour yeah. is about Batman and Two-Face. Movie's called Joker. 
But then at the end, you found out Joker was playing the both of them. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Does well, that make I, sense? Yeah, and I think I think with the superhero comparison, with the fact that kind of going off what we both said, uh, what I said with uh, him, it seemed like he wanted to make more of a sequel to Split rather than Unbreakable. I think you could say the same thing with Zack Snyder with Batman versus Superman. You could tell that it was kind of set up to be a sequel to Man of Steel, but that Zack Snyder wanted to make his own solo Batman movie. Yeah, rather, I totally agree. Because I rather than, rather than a Superman movie. Because I love all, like I said, um, when I talk about BVS, I love all the Batman stuff, and like it's it's like. If he would have just made it a Batman movie, it would have been great. You know, mm-hmm. darker Batman, fine with me. But, like, like I totally agree with you. That, and that's how this movie kind of falls flat. Yeah. As far as that department. It, that the, was... the first movie the first movie is called Unbreakable, and that's about David Dunn, right? Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's clearly, it's David Dunn. Second movie is about Kevin, okay? Kevin mm-hmm. Wendell Crumb. And it's called Split, you know, because Split Personalities. The mm-hmm. third movie is called Glass for Mr. Glass, and Mr. Glass is only in half his movie. That's just not good, you know what and I mean? He, and he probably doesn't talk for a good, like, ten minutes after he's introduced. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Uh, but It's just that a is... weird fucking movie. Yeah, and it was one of those movies that I was really looking forward to, and it was just like, yeah. Um, all right, moving on real quick because we uh, spend a lot of time on that. Uh, we have the fast track news. We have uh, Baby Driver Two is in the works with Edgar Wright set to return. Bumblebee Two is also in the works at Paramount after the uh, praise of the first movie, and the movie uh, finally crossed four hundred million worldwide. Uh, Shazam teaser came out yesterday it was it was like under a minute but it was you know some new okay. stuff in it I, I watched it i was gonna ask you it's like is it the one that's under a minute yeah it was that one um and then tessa thompson uh it was confirmed that she is in, in, in avengers endgame by some leaks of some hot you know some hot toys and stuff like that uh then the fire the fire festival documentaries on both netflix and hulu sparked an outrage from rapper ja rule that they defamed his name and all that stuff you gotta watch those by the way christina and i reviewed the netflix one really crazy yeah uh and then the ghostbusters movie is officially on the way so um anything from the fast track news my friend we're finally getting bumblebee too and i finally saw bumblebee oh yeah i forgot about that you did see it yes you did see it, and, and you liked it, and I'm so happy you did. I really, 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 really liked it. I'm glad you did. Actually, it's better than the other five, and that coming from somebody who likes the first Transformers movie, it's better than the first one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I walked, I walked out of that movie. My my cousin had already seen it before, so he went to see it with me. I walked out of that movie. I told him, I was like, dude, this movie made me not give two shits about Sam Witwicky, and I could give, and I don't even care about Cade Yeager. He's completely gone. He's erased from existence. Like, just make Charlie Watson the main uh, protagonist. Um, she at least had a character. Agreed. But the thing is with that is that they kind of like ended their story. Yeah. Uh, they kind of ended their story. But I mean, maybe, maybe they can get back together because I really. I really loved Bumblebee, and I, you know, I didn't just really like it. I loved it. I remember yeah. 
the uh, the early screenings they had in December eighth, I believe. I remember mm-hmm. going to a Saturday screening by myself. I was in some reclining seats at Assembly Theater, and I remember the movie starting, and I was just cheesing. I was like, "Yo, this is great!" I, you know I what was I mean? Only in the in the opening five minutes, the Cybertron fight. I yeah, was on the edge of my seat. But I was I've just wanting, like so happy. Wanting, I, yeah, I've been wanting to see a like Cybertron forever, and they Dude, finally I was showed like, it. I was just so happy because I was just like, yo, finally, man, this is great. I love the Charlie. I, I love Haley, Haley Steinfeld's character. She was really good. I, I love the relationship between her and Bumblebee. Uh, that end shot when she's diving somewhere was so great. And it was so yeah. earned, earned, yeah. hello, because yep. the entire movie, they're talking about this one you know, conflict in her life. And at the end of the movie, in order to save Bumblebee, she has to do something. And it was yep. earned, and it was great, and I loved it. I loved it. It, it, it was it was it was actually my number ten for last year's top ten. I yeah. loved it. I loved it so much. I can't wait to buy it and watch it again. I loved it so much. Yeah, I I cannot wait to see it again. Like it's one of those films that if it didn't make the top ten, it would have been an honorable mention. Yeah, I'm also ex- yeah exactly. I'm also excited for Baby Baby Driver too because I really enjoy Baby Driver. That's yeah. so that's exciting. Um, any other thoughts on the fast track news? Um, Ghostbusters movie officially on the way. That has sparked yeah. some controversy. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like, um, Leslie Jones is that her name? She was commenting how like they're kind of just dis. I mean, that movie sucked. I'm sorry. Like, the movie sucked. Like, like she's all mad that they're like, oh, and it's like, fuck. You know, we're like, in a time where like she's gonna get away with saying it's because of my woman. Like, no, it's not. The movie sucked. And it's like, problem. wait, real quick, real quick, before you before you yeah, rant, yeah. let me yeah. rant real quick. Oscar season, award season. Like, I, if if I lose friends for this, sorry, but like, everyone is pissed that there is no female directors, and I would be pissed if this, if this was last year, because last year there were like movies where female directors did not get nominated that I was pissed about, like Lady Bird and like Wonder Woman. I even think that that kind of garnered a, a nomination or anything like that. But like this year. People are like, well, what about Lynn Ramsey for you would never really hear? And I, yo, I watched that movie and I, I thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Yeah, everyone's me too. like, everyone, you what you saw it, right? Yep. Everyone's like, oh, should have got nominated, but it's like, but no, but you guys are saying that because we're doing this thing. Where, oh, cause she's a woman, she has to get nominated. Like, no, the movie was fine. It was not good like like the other movies that were nominated for best director now one nomination one female nomination like one like of, of many because there's a lot of really really good movies that were that were um directed by females can you ever forgive me and leave no trace deborah granick yeah like yep. everyone who's vouching for this lynn ramsey i'm like just guys no the movie was not that great can we stop this and that's just that's how exactly how i feel with this ghostbusters thing Leslie Jones is like, oh, it's because of a woman. I'm like, no, the movie fucking sucks. Dude, Sorry. That's, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, all the females in that Ghostbusters movie just, like, they can't get it out of their head that it's not the fact that they're women. It's the fact that the movie's just not funny. Like, it's, it's not, not good. Fact, it's just like, they, but they, have, they have that mentality. It's not that everybody hated it because it's women. It's like, it's not oh, because not of all. that. Not at all. It is and, not and, because um, of that. Everyone knows that I'm the I'm the like listen I vouch for women empowerment 24/7 but we're not going to do this thing where oh my shit sucked but because I'm a woman because I'm a woman you know what I mean like no yeah. that's the shit sucked okay Leslie I'm sorry the movie was trash that's why like, they have to remake it yeah, okay like, now let's be now let's reel it back 
if the movie was like dope and crazy and good, but it just but it just, just didn't make enough money or something like that, and then they were rebooting it, I'd be like, okay, all right, guys, come on now. The movie exactly. was good, but the yeah. movie sucked. Like, I'm sorry, it sucked. So yeah. I don't know. Nobody like not no. There's barely anybody I've talked to that's been like, yeah, it's a good movie. The people that the people that are just kind of like on the like at least like giving it some positivity are the people who are like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Yeah, and like and like the way they like oh uh, I don't know I don't want to keep talking about that movie it just sucked uh but yeah. go a new Ghostbusters movie and you know what's crazy about all this whole it's because it's because of a woman the main actor the main character in the new Ghostbusters movie is supposed to be the daughter daughter of one of the guys you know yeah so it's still gonna yeah, be a female led movie I bet <sighs> it's gonna be um I bet it's gonna be what's his face Harold Ramis's character. Yeah, I don't know who, but like I, I saw that there's gonna be the main, and if it comes out and it's like the main characters are dudes, like I'll then I'm wrong. But the main character is a female, so that gets you excited too. And it's like just stop with this yeah. whole like entitlement yeah, bullshit. Just that's stop. Not, the movie was trash. Yeah, because that's not the problem with that movie. Yeah, and it's just like it's like, and it's and it's it reminds me of like when Captain Marvel was coming out. Now, remind you before I go on about that movie, there were men who were like. Oh, she has to smile, you know, in the in the posters, which yeah. is just, which is it, it's bullshit because no here bring me one poster of a hero smiling on a post on the poster. There's none, okay? There might be like one or two, but there's none, okay? What man or female, there is not a woman smiling on a poster. You know what I mean? It's yeah, that's it's, pro- it's probably but, because he, it's probably because these men are perverts and they just want yeah, to fuck the girl. Yeah. But but what I would say is I I've watched those Mar- the Marvel the Captain Marvel trailers and I'm just like yo this looks boring and I'm just like and it's because like she looks like she has no emotion in the movies like you know and I maybe I'll be wrong when the movie comes out but we got to stop this whole you guys are just saying that cuz you're men and she's a woman like no you fuck no that's not what yeah. I, I loved Wonder Woman and I I I liked the Wasp in Ant-Man and the Wasp you know what I mean it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that but the if the movie looks and or I mean it doesn't look trash but like if the movie and the character if I, if I don't resonate with just, it yeah, or female say, then I'm just, just not gonna yeah. yeah and then it's just not gonna work so um yeah I don't know dude it's just it's crazy um any any last thoughts on the fast track news before we go on. Yeah, I I was gonna say something else about Leslie Jones, uh, but no, I'll keep it to myself. Okay, okay, all right. If it's that, if it's that kind of comment, then maybe no, no. Well, no, no. I, I was just gonna say like what she said just like gave me the urge to like just like go on go on like her Twitter and be like, look, Leslie, like it's not the fact that you're a woman; it's the fact that people didn't find your movie funny. Yeah, the movie was. The movie, yeah, I mean, you're not like you're I, not I, wrong. I, I, had, I had the urge. I had the urge to tweet that at her, but I didn't. Yeah, the movie, the movie, the movie sucks. I'm sorry, it was bad. Um, all right, television news, real quick. Uh, we have the Punisher season two premiering this weekend, well, last weekend. Uh, the Magicians was renewed for season five. Netflix uh may spend up to fifteen billion dollars this year alone. Uh, Netflix is to raise, also is gonna raise monthly prices. Uh, Sci-Fi cancels Channel Zero after four seasons, and the Game of Thrones teaser from last week. Um. For me, Punisher so far is pretty good. Not as good as the first season. I mean, we all know that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, in Game of Thrones, I've been trying to catch up. I'm on. I'm. I'm just about to start season two. I'm excited. 
Wait, you're only on season two of Game of Thrones? Dude, I, I got so much shit to watch, man. I might have, yes, Holy man. I got shit. so, I got so, and I'm sorry, the, the parts of the first season are boring as hell. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, first, um, I would say the, the first season is probably the most boring season. Yeah, the parts, I don't know, it's hard to get through. Like, there's like, there's like scenes with like 15 minutes of just straight dialogue. And I'm like, yo, fuck, you know? Yeah. But like, Put me um, to sleep. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm almost there. I'm on like episode nine. It, yeah, it picked, it picked. 10. It picks up. It picks up like I would say, like second half of season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, actually, there's like there's like a part in episode nine where like shit's going down. This looks really good so far. But I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to start season two this weekend, and then just make my way to the final to you know up until the season starts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, all right. Anything for you in television news? Game of Thrones Caesar. back on my back on my birthday. I know. Yeah, and I'm excited. Um, all right, movie pull list. What you got? Okay, so I'm doing last week and this week. Yep. Okay, so for last week, which was the 15th, uh, Halloween 2018. That's what I'm officially calling it. Uh, I gotta buy that. I forgot that was out. Yeah, 4K and Blu ray. Uh, Once Upon a Deadpool came out. Uh, I'll pass. Mm -hmm. The Old Man and the Gun. Um, Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, a uh, bunch of, um, bunch of, uh, repackages and re-releases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, including, uh, Last Action Hero, Crawl, uh, we have a re-release of Doctor Strange. The cover mm-hmm. looks like shit, so why? Um, <laughs> Kindergarten Cop got re-released, y'all! Um, you good? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my terrible Arnie impersonation. Sorry. Right. Um, uh, Les, Mis- Les Miserables from 2012 re-release, Born on the Fourth of July re-release, The Land Before Time re-release, Bring It On re-release. Oh, really? How's the cover? Look, looks good. Yeah, it's still got uh, Kirsten Dunst on it. Yeah, I actually like that movie. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Um. The Thing from 2011 re-release, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World re-release, Tower Heist re-release, Contraband re-release, Johnny English Reborn, King Kong. All these are like re-releases, basically. Um, For today, we have First Man on 4K and Mm -hmm. Blu-ray, Arrow limited edition of Kevin Costner's uh, Waterworld, that's a fun. Mm-hmm. That's a fun, stupid movie. Um, How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon Two are finally released on 4K. Uh, Johnny English Strikes Again. The Hate You Give is out, and uh, that looks like it's it. Not bad. Uh, did so, you do? Oh yeah. What'd you say about this week? The Hate You Give, and what else is one big movie that I wanted to buy? First Man. First, yeah, okay, so I think my next Blu-ray haul Friday, it's going to be uh, First Man, Halloween, and The Hate You Give. Nice. Um, so that's going to be nice to have. It's going to be an expensive uh, trip, F- but... F- yeah. FYI, at least the Best Buy in Cambridge, I did not see The Hate You Give there, so what I don't the know... What I don't Mother know if they're, they're going to have it at yours, but... Mother... Just, fuck. Just, fuck. A, just a heads up. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 look around. Thanks. Probably Target, but I'll look around. Um. Okay. All right, I have I had a Twitter poll up. Thank you, Alex, for the movie poll. It's always fun. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I had a tw- a Twitter poll up. I just uh dropped it, and it was uh which was the biggest Oscar snub? Uh, Tony Collette for Best Actress, 
Bradley Cooper for director, Timothy Chalamet for best um supporting actor, and then Won't You Be My Neighbor for documentary. And with 41%, the fans will rejoice. Um, A24, are you listening? 41% goes with Tony Collette for best actress, and then Bradley Cooper with 9%, Timothy Chalamet with 18%, and Won't You Be My Neighbor for 32%. The show is real. Tony Tony Collette I, was robbed. Go ahead. I I got I gotta tell you that forty one percent just went up to forty three. Oh, I thank just you. Voted. Robbed. I tell you, robbed. Um. Anyways, it was robbed, and I'm mad about it. Yeah, it uh, was. Like, oh god. Let me just leave it alone. Um. And yeah, I guess that's it. I guess we're out of time. I guess that is all we got for today. Um, Damn. Alex. Damn, homie. Um, Alex, thank you for coming on the show, my good You're man. Welcome. Always fun to have. Talk about what's going on on your page and some plugs, and if you have them, um, all that good stuff. Okay, so the reviews aren't. There's not going to be many throughout the week. I had to pick up more hours at work. I'm working six days, so my my reviews. I'll probably be seeing my movies on Tuesdays now. Yeah. And then my reviews will probably either be up late Tuesday night or sometime Wednesday. Uh, it's so no, bad. It's a bummer, you know. Yeah, like I would, I I would say no later than Wednesday night uh, is when they'll be up. Uh, so hopefully you don't have to wait long. Uh, I do have a review of Glass. I filmed it. I gotta edit it and all that, and uh, and I'll post that as soon as it's uh, uploaded. And, um, but that's mostly it. Uh, just wanted to make sure people knew about that. If you're seeing less content from me, that's why. I do want to try and get more content out there in the near future. Um, I want to start doing, um, a monthly segment kind of similar to Stuckman's Hilariosities, but I'm going to call them movie roasts. I did. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. did. I did a movie roast last year with my cousin for the Super Mario Brothers movie. We were gonna do one this year for Gods of Egypt, but we decided that that movie didn't need one because it was just so bad. It was bad. Um, <laughs> so so it, bad. It, it it only works for movies that are so bad they're good. Right. Um, uh, so that, but that's something I definitely want to do in uh, the future, which I do have a movie in mind that I might be watching in the next few days. Well, let me do that, and that is Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I also want to get involved more with Stardust and Letterboxd this year. Yeah, Letterboxd. I I have to do like twenty reviews on. I'm I'm slacking on Letterboxd. I just don't yeah. like writing reviews. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not a writer. It, it, well, I'm a writer. I'm a screenwriter, but I'm just not. I'm, I don't. I like I like talking about the movies I see, not writing them. Yeah. But I eventually I have to update my Letterboxd. Yeah, same. Uh, I think uh, I've seen three movies this year. I've done a letterbox for one of them, and that was Escape Room. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, all right, that guys, that is all that we have for today. Uh, I will put in all of our social media links in the comments below. Let us know what you thought about the Oscars and all that stuff. Glass, anything you want to talk about. Let us know in the comments whether you're listening to this on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Podbean, or Spotify. Uh, a couple of things that's going to happen in the next couple of months, hopefully. We've applied to a lot of uh, you know, events and festivals and stuff like that. So hopefully you can see us in a town near you at some point. But thank you guys for listening. Alex, thanks again for coming on the show this week. 
You're welcome. And yeah. if, uh, if we do happen to come to a town near you, say hi. Yeah, stop by wherever we'll be at. We'll get some. We'll 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 update everybody as as um as you know time goes on and all that stuff. Um, and Alex, I will see you next week for episode twenty nine. Yes, I will. I will be seeing the kid who would be king. I'll probably see that in the morning. Yeah, I'll ch- I'm, I'm gonna check that out this Friday. It looks fun. It looks fun. Yeah. But yeah. um, and I'm hearing good things about it too. It looks fun. So I guess we'll see. But um, all right, guys, that is the show. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye.